What you know you can't explain. But you feel it. You felt it your entire life. That there's something wrong. You don't know what it is, but it's there. Like a splinter in your mind driving you mad. Experience the awakening. Brilliant anonymous researchers. Join us in the Patriot Army. Trust the plan, pain coming. Boom, boom, boom. Let's go. RedStateTalkRadio.com Brighteon.tv Rumble.com Slash MG Show And won't be for everyone. That choice to know will be yours. Where we go, one we go all. Fight, 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 and fight we will. We fight every day right here on the MG Show. Oh. Oh my goodness, it is Friday, yeah, Saturday, Sunday, what, Shady Groove, welcome to the show, it is Friday. I love Fridays, my friend, how's everybody out there doing? We love the you guys, each and every one of you, fighting every day for Donald Trump, fighting every day for America, I want to thank everybody out there, and yes, it is, it's Friday, Jeff, the weekend is right upon us. Oh my gosh. And you know, this has been a crazy week, guys. There's psyops all over the place. You know, that meme with, uh, you know, the, the guy from uh, Toy Story p- pointing psyops everywhere. And they are, everywhere. they are everywhere. <laughs> We're finding out more about the trucker uh, movement that was uh, by a Green Beret on Alex Jones. We're learning that more people are connected to, to uh, Phil Waldron is connected to it. The trucks are actually going to stop at his bar. Um, you know, Shady brought up a good point. Is the reason that Joe Biden, you know, left the border open for three years so we get mad at it and then we go down there and then they engage us? I mean, I don't know, guys. I just want you all to be very careful and realize that the border is very, very dangerous. There are cartels there that have military grade weapons. And I'm just concerned for that. I mean, that's really it, guys. And then who's behind all this? You know, it's the same people. Um, You know, this is the same kind of uh, op that was. Back in the war drummer days, Shady Grooves, remember war drummer wanted everybody to go to the border? Remember that? With yeah, guns that was, and everything? Yeah, that was one of the first people that you had to beat down on Twitter was war drummer way back when. And then he, and then he came I, around to attack you eventually too. I am not cereal brain. You're the belly button in <laughs> the, the lint. I am the lint. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so, a blast you know, from the past. 
And, it, and it's funny how everybody seems to turn on us. It's really odd to me. Um, you know, we had there's a, a situation brewing. You're probably going to find out about it later, but I'm just going to say that it's absolutely ridiculous. And you know, again, another friend is turning against us, Shady Groove. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, I guess par for the course. But the 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 yeah. way that the way that everything is flushing out right now, and everything that's going on down at the border is absolutely insane. And I think that uh, I think like Jeff said, we need to be very careful with what we're being lured into because fox has been nothing but wall to wall the border for months and months and months now and i get that they're bringing all these people in from the border but there is other news that occurs other than the border every day yeah but trump uh call has called states to the national guard that's not independent truckers you know and i know Correct. what trump said you know i i understand that but you know is the <laughs> biden can federalize the national guard at any time guys can't he mm -hmm. yes he can i'm just I, I guys just be careful uh, that's all i'm saying and we're noticing the same people that were behind the psyop of january 6th are behind the same psyop of, as the trucker march and uh call me communist because i don't really agree with it uh i understand that these cartels don't play games guys and and this is kind of playing a game yeah it really does seem like it's kind of playing a game and it's going to un unfold and develop and we're going to walk you through it just like we do everything else here on the mg show as it happens yeah, yeah. we're going to figure it out we're going to take these psyops one by one like we always do right about now and without any further ado oh we're gonna we're gonna talk to you about the msm is reacting to the mg show and you uh you should guys should be very proud badge of honor yeti we'll be right back roll that beautiful boom footage Government-induced inflation, taxes, rising interest rates, and political instability, they all have a crushing effect on our investments, often causing the stock market to go down. They can also cause gold and silver to go up. There's a time to be in stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, and there's a time to get out. This is the time to hold gold and silver. Kirk Elliott, double PhD, has been protecting individual Americans' assets for more than two decades. Hi, I'm Kirk Elliott. There's no such thing as a bad investment. There's only bad timing for investments. And now is the time to own gold and silver. Now is the time to own physical metals in an IRA, a 401k, and of course, outside of a retirement plan. Don't let the government destroy your hard-earned assets. Please call 720-605-3900. 720-605-3900 for gold, silver, and undeniable economic protection against out-of-control government. Support the guys and mention MG Show when you call. Many conventional health products claim to be good for you, but they may be contaminated with heavy metals, artificial chemicals, and toxins that could harm your health. Here at BrighteonStore.com, we believe your health and safety are our top priority. That's why we always go above and beyond to bring you the cleanest and highest quality nutritional supplements, superfoods, storable foods, preparedness items, and more. Support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at BrighteonStore.com today. Use promo code MGSHOW at checkout for additional savings. Hello, Patriots. Shannon Townsend here with the MG Show. We are live Monday through Friday from 12 to 2 Eastern Time on rumble.com slash MG Show, brighteon.tv, x.com, and Red State Talk 
Radio. Listen, guys, Jeff and I would like to thank each and every one of you so greatly for the support that you have given us over the last five years. This has been a pretty incredible journey, and I think that each and every one of you that have been with us understand what I mean by that. We represent citizen independent journalism in America, and we depend on you for that support. We'd like to thank everybody out there for all of you done supporting my pillow, also Sovereign Advisors, and a number of the other different advertisers and sponsors we've had on this show. You can also go here if you would like to support us and what we do at the MG Show, mg.show slash donate. And here you can do a recurring donation if you would like that does donation each month in any amount that you would choose. We like to really, really like that $17 a month one. That's really a fascinating number. And then also you can do a one-time donation as well with some of the other options there. We've been doing this for five years now, everybody, and I think we're going to be doing it for a little bit longer. We are in it to save America, and we're not going to be able to do it without your support. So please, if you would like to contribute and help the show, we would greatly appreciate it. And I will see you on the air Monday through Friday, live, 12 to 2 Eastern Standard Time. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow, towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. What a concept. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know you can get our six-piece My Towels, regular $69.98, now only $29.98. Or you can save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels, made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Also, we have bath sheets, bath towels, washcloths, hand towels, and so much more. And the best part, with your promo code, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all my towels. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Welcome back to the MG Show, where my co-host is trying to screw me up on the time that I come back. Thank you, Shady no. Groove. <laughs> Use code uh, MG Show anywhere on MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com is where you want to go or call 1-800-873-0478. Looks like we're having issues with Red State Talk Radio again uh but you know it is what it is uh c page 20 dollar rumble rant love y'all happy friday happy friday, friday to you c page we love you too that's rebel valkyrie on twitter if you want to follow her in fact you know you guys i hope you all are following each other on twitter um go ahead and make sure you drop your own links there because we need to stay in contact uh and you know and in you know every psyop that you see shady came up with a good idea maybe we just need a just type the word psy it's a psyop under everything you know and it's a psyop it's a psyop you know however you want to do it um but we need to point out the psyops and you know it's damaging our country you know this is another uh close you know close to trump flint advisor is now behind a you know the, this thing to go to the border and he doesn't he's not close to president trump guys he's close to the lawyers that are protecting him in my opinion, and I'm just going to call it out there. But Shady, you noticed today that we had an MSM article from MS, what is it? MS uh, Microsoft, okay? Microsoft Bloomberg, Microsoft, it's actually. Yep, yep, yep. Meet the Swiss billionaire cast by U.S. conservatives as the new Soros. We've been saying that for how long? 
Two wow. and a half years. Two years. <laughs> his eyes are fixed in an icy stare. His lips curl towards a snarl. Beneath the frosty blue portrait is a warning for an influence in U.S. elections. Yes, it is. What follows is a brief dossier of the mysterious figure is a picture of a radical Swiss billionaire with dark money ATM and a secret plan for America. It says, meet Hans-Jörg Wies. The man that they're casting is the new George Soros and businessman turned philanthropist who has become familiar villain, villain for the right. The eight-page report was reported, uh, prepared by Americas for Public Trust. We've cited them in our research as well. A group linked to Leonard, 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 <laughs> Leonard Leo, Leonard Leo, the influential conservative operative. I'm, we need to dig on him. I don't know him yet, so we might need to dig. But he correctly illustrates how Republicans are factually painting Weiss as their next left-wing Svengali, but they're also not telling you about Pierre Omidar. Pierre Omidar is also very big, and I think uh, Michigan Anon over there had a good one, a good thread on Pierre Omidar. Uh, very interesting to see. Uh, this is a 2024 presidential election looms. Due to sobering questions about the potential for more election interference, the U.S. intelligence community has warned that Russia is again using spies, social media, and state-run media to undermine the democratic... Da, Shady, I am now Russian again. Wow. <laughs> it's a pretty good Russian there, but for Friday. But the conservative campaign against Weiss offers a glimpse into something closer to home. How hard to trace dark money is wielded on both the right and the left in today's polarized America. This is a correct statement. One of the side's operatives is Leo, who spent decades pushing U.S. courts to the right and now raising millions for groups aiming at abortion rights, climate change initiatives, and what conservatives see as woke corporations and schools. Because that none of that's happening, Shady Grove. There's nothing, you know, mm. like that, that's yeah, it's, on the it's other Yeah. On the others are donors like influencers, uh, donor li influencers like what? Vis. Hans Jörg Vis. A longtime patron cause related to environment and healthcare. Vis. ADH has few known connections to Soros. <laughs> yeah, right. Whatever. Uh, other than other than a shared environmental uh, and and all the same talking points. They have nothing, nothing to see here, guys. But his similar has, <laughs> His wealth has percolated for years through liberal ecosystems, even as Democrats have decried the dark money in the U.S. politics, which allow them uh, politically active groups to shield the identity of donors. On the right, his politics, wealth, and for foreign origins inevitably prompt comparisons to Soros. Soros, who is Jewish and a Holocaust survivor, was born in Hungary. He was not a Holocaust survivor. He actually helped Hitler. Get your facts straight. Jeez. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I know. I got him his own word. Attacks against him have been often viewed as anti-Semitic. Yeah, right. Uh, the best kind of defense is an offense. Carolyn Fredrickson, a senior fellow at the Brennan Center for Justice, a New York think tank, said the conservative push Republican power players like Leo want to take the spotlight off themselves and train it on wealthy liberals like Vise. Yeah, because it's all about that. Um, you know, so there you go. It's interesting. The Burger Action Fund, it's all here. Dark money is, in fact, fueling both left and right. You know, the Koch brothers and all that. You had Donald Trump talk about that uh, even before Soros. 93. Soros 93. They got that right, too, Shady. They got it perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're just letting you know that, you know, it's interesting that it's all coming full circle, guys. It's now in the uh, in the, you know, what do you want to call it in in the. In the print, this is Microsoft Star Bloomberg actually reported on this, but they're they're making it like it's nonsense, like it's nothing. But it is huge, guys. In fact, there's other people in our movement that want to develop an Arabella like 
ecosystem, Shady Groove, don't we? You know, don't you remember that? I do remember that. Very interesting, the comparisons there whenever you kind of uh, slow down and listen to people. Let me just slow down and listen to this, guys. As well as any new relationships that we develop. A solid and positive customer service experience will be paramount for how the America Project moves forward with this initiative. But the bottom line, in order for us to succeed in this, in this goal of uh, principally helping uh, save freedom in America and also raising the necessary funds, and I, which I call oxygen or, or uh, you know, the air that we breathe for nonprofits is the funding that we are able to, and to leverage to be able to support uh, all of the various things that we're going that are going on across the country today. All right, so um, before jumping into how it all works, I want to address part of what we are up against. So Jeff, if you could put the next slide up. That's Jeff Brain. He's no longer with us. Rest in peace, Jeff Brain uh, from Clout Hub. For those that don't recognize the face on this slide, that is George Soros. He created a group called the Arabella Advisors. This chart only reflects a small portion of what the Arabella Advisors are supporting. But from some really great work by one of the organizations that we do support and that I, I personally support, County Citizens Defending Freedom that are on this call today, we've determined this flow of funds from Arabella on this specific chart represents $1.2 billion with a B in funds flowing into these nonprofits on down into those organizations that are depicted on that slide. Our goal is to be the counterweight to these efforts. For example, I've personally witnessed or now been part of pro-America organizations using very limited amount of funds to achieve great victories. If we're smart in the application of the resources that we are trying to to uh, to uh, achieve, we will shine a light for the American people and push back on many of these nefarious activities that these particular organizations are a part of. Next slide there, Jeff. As the title says, they are, as this title of this slide says, they are deliberately destroying America. And in fact, for you and for anybody that, that listens to me in, in public, I've been very, very uh, outspoken about this. The whole idea about build back better is a globalist term. It's not a Joe Biden bumper sticker or a Kamala Harris. It's not a Democratic Party. They've been using this phrase for a number of years now before uh, before the, the uh, this past election. Build back better. And I've been, again, public about this. It means to essentially uh, destroy everything and then build it back better in their image. This slide depicts many of the critical topics that we find ourselves engaged. All right. So he goes on. So he was trying to raise a hundred million dollars uh, from influencers and we would get 10 percent of that. So we'd get a kickback of what we raised uh, to help fund people's shows, guys, uh, just to let you know that we were actually kind of excited to be a part of this at the time because we did like General Flynn at the time. But I'm like, well, he's building his own Arabella advisors. I mean, that's kind of creepy. Um, you know, he's not Donald Trump, folks. And and um, he's not giving any money to Donald Trump. And I just need you guys to, Shay, did you want to add any color onto that? This, oh, and somebody's asking when this was. Uh, this was on, uh, what, what, what did I say, Shady Groove? Here it is. Um, General Flynn call. I had June of 21. it earlier. Yeah, June of 2021. That's what it was. 
Uh, yeah, like what I would like to add to this is the reality of what Arabella Advisors is. It's fake. It's a receptacle for funds. That's all it is. That's all they do. That's literally like we've showed you over and over again. These are all pop-up organizations. They're basically just websites. And the websites are there to receive money. And then they're directed to where to send the money to, which organization is active today. So, okay, it's Ruth sent us. Oh, it's Palestine ceasefire. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's the Supreme Court. Oh, it's this. This organization is cooperating. And the money that we sent you out of the 501c4 will now go to this organization for funding. That's what Arabella Advisors is. It's completely fake. It's not real. And so right there, you see General Flynn explaining that he wants his own Arabella advisors. And at the time, I did not understand exactly what that meant. But now I have a more clear understanding of what that meant because they needed to control the narrative on the right, too. And it seems like a number of the narratives are going against what Donald Trump wants us to do. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty interesting, guys. I thought maybe you'd like to hear that. Um, I in the, he even said, oh, Jeff knows a lot about Arabella Advisors, meaning myself. Uh, and he said, reach out to Jeff if you guys want no, to know more. Guess how many people reached out to ask me about Arabella Advisors? I know. Shady? Zero. Yeah. That's how many. Mm. The big zero shady group. So there we go. That's uh, very interesting to me. I just think that, you know, we all need to be careful. I think all of our funds need to be going to Donald J. Trump. Oh, but it goes to, you know, the GOP and, you know, that's, but that's where Trump wants us to donate. There's a reason why Donald Trump wants you to donate there. We've had people on this show that says, don't donate there and got y'all thinking that we shouldn't donate there. But Donald Trump wants you to donate there. Go to DonaldJTrump.com and make a donation, uh, please, today, even if it's a dollar uh, or text 88022 to Donald J. Trump. Checks Trump to 88022. Uh, You can get the uh, ways to donate. But, you know, people are psyoped not to donate when he's asking you to donate to that site, Shady. That's exactly what they're doing. And it's so weird. I mean, you know, I'm not necessarily all about the organization that's doing the funding either, but it doesn't matter that that's not relevant. And that's, you have to push through that and push past that to support him because that's where the national, uh, uh, they're, they're generating the amount that he's bringing in every month. And that's very relevant to how powerful he is whenever the mainstream media talks about him, because if it comes in a month or two low, they're going to smear him saying, oh, well, Donald Trump's not raising any money. But they don't talk about how much money he's raising because he's raising so much. Mm-hmm. And keep donating, guys. You know, donate what you can, even if it's, I know a couple of people are doing a dollar a month or whatever. That's great. Do it. Because yep. wood shavings make a wood pile, my friend. <laughs> and thank you very much. We are not funded by anybody but you. And want to thank C. Page out there. Love y'all. Happy Friday. $20 Rumble Rant. Alchemist Zach. Biden votes O. Thank Biden you. voters O to the MG Show. Money for all the missed. Don't donations from this tanked economy wow true that imagine that it's true <laughs> we couldn't set it better myself zach love you brother so that's where we're at guys and we're just uh looking at stuff trump is uh day five of his uh trial they're wrapping up to see how much he needs to pay this lady allegedly the judge isn't very friendly um we've got this other thing here too that's very interesting shady i think i you know, I just wanted to share this with you. This is the unsealed FBI application for a search warrant for Roger Stone, November of 2017. It's 31 pages, uh, but this is the Assange stuff, WikiLeaks and Assange, Twitter regarding WikiLeaks and Assange PDF, guys. Uh, this is uh, 
this is it. Let me just see how I can only make it so big. So this is the United States District Court. Uh, this is uh, information associated with the Twitter accounts of blank, right? In the Northern District of California, uh, the basis for the search is evidence of a crime, contraband, fruits of a crime, and other Ill- other items illegally possessed, property designed for use, intended for use, or used in committing a crime. Uh, Section 50 of USC 3012, Foreign Contribution Ban. Uh, That's what they're looking for here. Aaron Zelensky, which is DOJ, uh, was DOJ as well. Um, Very interesting to see his name. But this is, um, I make this affidavit to support an application for a search warrant for information associated with the Twitter accounts, blank, hereafter target account one, and blank. And I'm I'm guessing it's Roger Stone and Julian Assange. Okay, I'm just going to guess right there that is stored at the premises owned maintained controlled by twitter a social networking company headquartered in san fran uh let's go down to here so based on my training and experience and facts set forth in the affidavit there's probable cause to believe that certain individuals whom the target accounts were in communication have committed violations of fraud and related activities and connections with computers or foreign contribution ban aiding and abetting conspiracy to commit an offense against the united states uh, and the communications re- uh, related to these violations found on target accounts. There is therefore probable cause to search the information described in attachment A as evidence for these crimes, contraband and fruits of crime. So this is pretty interesting, guys. This is when, I believe, this is when, uh, here it is, J- July 2016, former campaign advisor, okay, Roger Stone is in contact with Assange via intermediary regarding upcoming leaks of hacked information. He lied about this, guys. Remember, he lied about this. Uh, doing whatever possible to address this issue related to WikiLeaks at highest level of government and that he, Target, must be circumcised from uh, in this forum as experience demonstrates as it monitored. The Target account one is a public account of WikiLeaks. <laughs> it tells you that it's there now. Uh, as detailed further, and Target account two uh, has 500,000 followers but only follows one account. Target one, target two, frequently tweet information related to WikiLeaks tags, target account one. Julian Assange is the founder of WikiLeaks. Publisher at WikiLeaks, target account one, target account two's profile contains a link to the website, iamwikileaks.org slash donate. According to publicly available press reporting, Assange has been hacking secure systems uh, when he's 16 years old in 1987. In 2006, Assange and other established uh, established WikiLeaks and previously described themselves as the Wiki's WikiLeaks editor-in-chief. Referring to the DNC emails, Assange stated in a 2017 email, we had quite some difficulties to overcome in terms of the technical aspects of making sure we were comfortable with the forensics. Assange stated in 2016 to a news organization, we are working around the clock and we have received quite a lot of material. Roger Stone is a self-employed political strategist consultant. Stone officially worked on the presidential campaign of Trump until August 2015. Fire. Got that right. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Imagine that. Uh, Stone, continued that. To, <laughs> Stone continued to correspond with individuals related to the campaign, including Manafort, Rick Gates, and Jason Miller. As discussed below, Stone made a number of public references to WikiLeaks, and I hope Jason Miller is not talking to this guy anymore. Pretty sure yeah, he's not. So I didn't see Roger Stone up on the stage or Flynn or anybody else the other day. I did see Dan Scavino. Either. So, you know, just wanted to show you this. It's a 31-page doc. Um, It talks about, and you know that Roger Stone lied, and I just wanted to give you the sauce on the lying of Roger Stone, Shady Groove. 
Yep, I'm going to drop them the just the link to the document if you want that, and also Jeff's Twitter no, made I'm, that I'm gonna post. Drop the link to the, I'm going to. Oh, you did it. I was. I just wanted to give them the link to the tweet. Oh, we'll, we'll do both. <laughs> there you go. There's both. Get it out there, guys. <laughs> and maybe do some digging so, too, and drop it underneath, Shady. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, it's like really like one, two, three here, like all the information we're bringing to you again, this confirms the information that we brought to you with Jason Sullivan and the communications that were going on in the background of WikiLeaks. And it also confirms what we were explaining about this is the beginning of the Russia, Russia, Russia narrative. I mean, you can say anything that you want, but the reality of the situation is they had nothing connecting Donald Trump to Russia until Roger Stone came out saying that he was the contact to WikiLeaks, which was a lie. Yeah. Yeah. We keep the way, you know, wow. the, the, what the mainstream media is trying to do is they're trying to sync up Donald Trump's campaign with WikiLeaks and Julian Assange. Julian Assange didn't have anything to do with Donald Trump and the information that he was putting out wasn't pro or anti Donald Trump. It was, it was, uh, reporting on the military corruption. Okay. And things that the military are covering up in Iraq and Afghanistan. That's what Julian Assange was doing. And the media desperately needed a way to sing this up. And then all of a sudden Roger Stone comes over and says, Oh, I'm the contact to WikiLeaks. I'm the go-to. So we're coordinating. And so the media starts spinning that story and that's where it started. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, judge Kaplan refused. So going now to Trump, he's in that defamation trial with that crazy, crazy chick. Let's look at uh, this uh, truth from Donald J. Trump. A, I mean, it is a violent, Assault. It is not. I think sexual. most people think of rape as being sexy. Mm. Let's take a short break. <laughs> think of the fantasy. Mm. We're just going to take a quick break. If you can stick around, we'll talk more on the other side. You're fascinating to talk to. <laughs> so, Judge Kaplan refused to allow the Anderson Cooper interview on CNN of E. Jean Carroll, wherein she says rape is sexy and numerous other things that totally exonerate. Donald J. Trump, Judge Kaplan is refusing me my constitutional right to due process to defend myself against this false accusation. This is a one-sided trial where the other side is allowed everything and we are allowed nothing. He is an extremely abusive individual, the likes of which few have seen before, Shady Groove. Yeah, very interesting that they don't allow that because of its relevance. Its relevance is that she's nonchalant about rape that she will just say anything about it, that she isn't credible on the issue because she doesn't have an understanding of what's being talked about. It goes to undermine her credibility, which is the point of a court case, and they're not allowing it. Very, yeah. very interesting. It is very interesting. So this is from Donald J. Trump right here. Uh, we asked for one trial on the E. Jean Carroll false accusation case, but the judge wouldn't give it to us. He made us have two trials on the same hoax. And then on the second trial, they were allowed to use whatever information they wanted from the first, but we weren't allowed to use anything. As an example, the depositions they used on the second trial were taken from the first. He wouldn't allow us to use the totally exonerating Anderson Cooper CNN interview on either trial, but none of it in the second. Our legal system is in shambles. This is another Biden demanded witch hunt against the political opponent funded and managed by the radical left Democrats and the courts are totally stacked against me, Trump, have never been used against the political opponent like this. But in the end, we will win and make America great again. How does he stay so positive, man? I love this guy. It's a, 
it's amazing because mm. because he's a true leader. That's why he's a real leader, yeah. and that's what real yeah. leaders do. You know, I mean, uh, uh, you know, I, I like to think that that's what we're doing here. You know, almost every broadcast that comes out is like doom and gloom, doom and gloom, doom and gloom. Oh, the, the you know, chicken little, the sky is falling twenty four seven. You don't have to live in that world. There, that yeah. world exists, but you don't have to live in it. You don't have to participate in it. You have the ability given to you by God to rise above it, to get above the fray, to raise your energy, to actually uh, coordinate and communicate and be respectful and kind and and decent to folks and not lie, not psyop them because you know that you can feed them information that they're going to react to and then you can undermine them later after they've reacted to the bad information you fed them. That's the world yeah. we're living in. And it's ridiculous yeah. and you don't have to participate. Do not comply. It's crazy. You know what I mean? Do not comply. I mean, you know, this is the kind of stuff that they're doing. I mean, remember, you know, Comey came out and said, yeah, she's, you know, all these different, you know, uh, charges that she committed with her email server and all that stuff. But, you know, she's running for president, so we couldn't do anything. Now, That's why doesn't that make that? sense for everybody else? For Trump, because it's Trump. <laughs> Because it's yeah. us, because it's America first, because it's an Amer it's an America first movement. Hey. And Q even explained this to it to us. If they didn't, if they if they didn't, they, they promised that they would never let another outsider attain the White House because of an America first agenda that could be put forward, which is very dangerous to their globalist agenda. The America first agenda completely pushes aside and undermines the globalist agenda. And that's why they didn't want anyone to ascend to office who had an America first statement or, or platform or uh, uh, position. Yeah. And since you haven't seen any America first people, I mean, it, you, until you got Donald Trump, you didn't really have any America first congressmen that were out there. Show me a congressman prior to Donald Trump that was an America first congressman that went on TV and talked about America first. There weren't any. Okay. Yeah. We got a lot of weird stuff happening in the chat. Apparently people are trying to divide or whatever guys settle down. I mean, what's going on? You know, uh, we're just sitting here trying to figure out all of these, you know, division tactics. And here we are having division tactics in our chat. Uh, guys, we love you all. Uh, and you all have the right to say whatever you want, but let's just, you know, keep it on topic guys. I don't know what you guys are discussing, discussing, but, uh, let's just, uh, keep it's going. Friday. It's Friday. <laughs> We're talking about being positive here. What do you want from us? And, uh, and we're and we're up against so much, guys. And you know, uh, I get it. You know, you know, people's patiences are wearing thin. But boy, we got a long road to haul, my friend. Wow. Yeah, we do. I mean, it's going to be a year. You know, it's going to be just just under a year from now before he is actually inaugurated. And you know, wait, do you, you think you saw mayhem between November and January in 2020? There's going to be mayhem between November and January in 2024 also. Amen to that. You're absolutely 100% right. I mean, this is going to be crazy. I mean, we've got psyops everywhere, my guys. <laughs> wow. Um, so, you know, we've got 25 governors are backing Texas uh, with the National Guard, not their own singular trucks. Be careful, guys. I'm just going to tell you. Um, I, you know, I, can I make a statement yeah, about the trucks and stuff just real quick? Yeah, I, I would just like to, to, to mention um, a little bit about this. Number one, the website that they're utilizing is uh, hidden from who owns it, but it was started about four weeks ago 
right at the end of um, December of 2023. Mm -hmm. And my position on this would be um, the, the structure, if you understand the underbelly, the, the, the structure of the, the trucking, the truckers in America, a, a, a majority of the people who are actually out there driving trucks are driving trucks for big businesses, big companies like uh, JB Hunt and such. They're like they're, they're contracted. Those people are uh, employed. They got to get in their trucks. They got to drive to this destination. They're only allowed to drive here, drive back. They have a specific timeline. Da da da. What the uh, what they're weaponizing right now is the independent guys, the guys that have their own rig, the guys that can uh, lo lo load up a trailer and and you know kind of go wherever they want to go, go when they want to go, choose to drive when they want to drive. Those are the people that they're kind of uh, weaponizing right now. And there's literally not one of them. I would almost guarantee there's not one of them in the country that isn't America first or pro-America. Those guys over the open road are a yeah. breed of their own and the spine of our country. And so right now it seems to be like you're taking the you know infrastructure, delivery, supply line system people that are independent and you're getting them all in one place because they're all going to want to participate. To me, this seems like a powder keg that they're beginning to set off. And remember that the cartels are supported by the military. I know that's not very uh, uh, popular to say, but we can see the participation with the NGOs in South America and what they've been doing to organize these people that they're sending north. Well, there's a military aspect to what they're doing down there. There's cooperation with the cartels by whatever off books military assets that they've had in Central America for decades and decades and decades. Who knows what's down there? So I'd just like yeah. to just put that out there to all of our great truckers to this show to just use your common sense and be careful. Let me, and let me just show you why I think it might be a PSYOP. Here is a Lieutenant Colonel. This is a former Lieutenant Colonel uh, and he's outlining Flynn's strategy called F3E for destroying the enemy in Iraq and Afghanistan. He now openly says that they're using it against Americans on Alex Jones, Mossad Network. Uh, Alex Jones is also promoting the convoy to the southern border, which is not coincidentally, it stops at Phil Waldron's place in Dripping Springs, Texas, which they call the war room. If you guys oh don't God. remember who, who Phil Waldron is, Shady Groove, uh, Phil Waldron was at the, uh, when we first met him, he was in Deep Rig sitting on the stage with General Flynn, Deep Rig, which is Patrick Byrne movie that was, um, you know, filmed by a known, an openly Satanist because he wears Satan's sigil right here named Roger Ramsour Richards or Richard Roger Ramsour's Rogers. I don't know, whatever. Uh, and, and so, you know, you've got that connection. Then you've got um, the faces for the convoy. And he was also at Lindell's event. Okay. He was in the middle of Lindell's event um, when all that clown show went down and we were right in the I middle of it. So that's Phil Waldron, Cyber Symposium. So then you've got these people are the faces for it. You've got DOC Pete. There, there he is right there. This is Robert Agee, Banners for Freedom. Scotty Sachs, we've been on his radio show. Kim Yeeter, Noel Patriot Mom, and Man in Black. So I don't know who uh, this person, this person, and this person is, but these are the people behind it. You know, Banners for Freedom, we've had them on the show. Um, you know, big time, great awakening, you know, um, goers and whatnot. And I think they are truly patriots, but could this be something, you know, much more sinister than, you know, on the surface? It may fizzle out like the last people's convoy, but it's hard to say at this point, guys. Uh, I just want you all to be careful. And, and here's a little bit of Lieutenant Pete Chambers. This is a simple. This convoy, everything that we're doing, we the people, this, this remnant nation that is, that is rising up. It is rising up. You can feel it. Uh, you you know, can. My, 
And you're out there force multiplying. And that's, that's what Green Berets do. Foreign internal defense is our bread and butter. Unconventional warfare is our bread and butter. Now we're doing domestic internal defense. Look on my website, you'll see it in the lines of effort. We, we never dreamt that we would be doing domestic internal defense. This is what we're doing, legally, morally, and ethically. But there is a, there is a factor here. And the factor is for us, what, what, what gets us to the enemy quickly is to find, fix, and finish, exploit, analyze, and disseminate. F3 EAD, that's a model. That's what we did in, in, in uh, Syria when we took out ISIS really quick. Now we can't, we don't have the authorities to finish. So what we do, we find and fix. We fix the location of where the bad guys are. We, lo we, uh, we pair we up with law enforcement. sound, because there are those down on the border. I hate to say this, this is the truth, that are not constitutionally Compromise. sound. Compromised. Compromised. Absolutely. Uh, Without well, getting means. into any of the secret stuff, no, no, sir. You, you've been there federally and state, but now you're down there as a citizen. You're doing incredible work. What is your report from the border before we get into the convoy? Okay, so from the border itself, you have uh, complete mayhem. Uh All right, so we're just going to leave it there. You guys can watch that whole video if you want. All we're saying is, oh, I thought those people were good. Stop it. Stop. They might be involved in something that's not good. Good people are involved too, folks. And this is not about trust, 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 trust. It's about us figuring out what's really going on and trying to warn good people that they could get hurt. That's all. And look at the PSYOPs. This is just like January 6th. Same people behind January 6th, in our opinion. Oh, wait, let me put it this way. Are the same people that are behind January 6th behind this? Question mark. They'll all this trucker. And, and, and we're going to, and, and here it goes again with the MG show is going to take immense heat for this. But, you know, guys, listen, can somebody tell me short, short version? What is an domestic internal defense? Tell me, what is it? Sounds like a bunch of people running around playing army with no authority. That's what it sounds like. That's illegal. You're not allowed to do that. So I don't know exactly what these people are doing, and I don't know exactly what they're setting up, but they're using military rhetoric, defense or domestic internal defense, and a number of other things that he used right there. Those are military terms. This is a military architecture that they're going This is, you know, it's the same reason, like, look at all this stuff going on with General Flynn and, uh, and, and us acting like we're in some sort of chain of command out here, that we have to get in line and stand there with our guns right nice and tight and our shoes tied and polished like we're in the military. We're not in the military, okay? And the military is a, a, a service. They are they're, they're, they're to do things to protect America. They're not to be here active on American soil doing God knows what outside of the purview of any real law enforcement. That's vigilanteism. That's exactly what the left wants you to do so they can point at it and say, look, the people on the right are a bunch of nutbag vigilantes. Give them what they want. Sorry. 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 I got to slow down. And Shady, you know, let's just be uh, the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys. Just just select individuals from those organizations. We're doing the same thing on January 6th. Yes. Good Same people. rhetoric. Good. good well, people. some of them were. Like, oh, some of them were good the people. One, the ones that we've identified are not good people. I agree with that. But there was a lot of good people that are Oath Keepers and Proud Boys. That's what I wanted to say. It's not. And it's, I've been saying not, that. Or I said that specifically yesterday, yesterday. too, Shady. Yes, we did. Yes, Correct. yes. And we need to make sure we understand that. But what I'm saying is, is these are the same people. 
Did you did you see that she said that he even said that Flynn did this in Iraq and Afghanistan? Right? What he said. What he said. That's, this is the operation. All this is all, it's all they know. All I'm sorry, guys, but all military people know is the military. That that's yeah. why that's why the founding fathers were so adamant on the separation and the idea of what a, a king can do with the military against a human being. This is literally the reason that you have. Uh, of, of rights against illegal searches and seizure and rights uh, to protect your innocence. The, 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 the founding fathers came up with that out of the problem with the king using the military against the people. Yeah. And I'm trying to find this tweet really quick because I think it was underneath one of ours. But somebody said that they're being called a communist now. Uh, General Flynn is behind this. You've got... Um, QAnon John, the same people that are attacking us as well, are all behind this, guys. That, that for me, that's a red flag. You know, there's too many red flags on this, and that's why I'm just trying to tell you, if you're listening and you're an amazing patriot that thinks that this is going to be a good thing, use your discernment. Make sure that you protect yourself if you go, but I'm suggesting that we might just want to wait for Donald J. Trump to become elected because crazy right-wing conspiracy theorists are now heading to the border and they're all close to Trump is what they're going to say. And, you know, my president is going to be harmed again by these people, and I don't like it. We need to let the states do their job. The job of the states right now is to stand up and support Texas. We got like 24 states on board and Donald Trump is encouraging the states to support Texas with their National Guards, which they are starting to do. And if Joe Biden makes some sort of move with the federalized military against the National Guard in Texas, there's a good chance that the federalized military are going to just go stand with the National Guard. Okay. Like that's more than likely what's going to, to happen because he doesn't have the authority to do that. And they're not going to start attacking the National Guard down there. So we need to let we need to let the people that are that are uh, uh, contracted or in position or the military, the National Guard do their jobs. We need to let the states come to this conversation organically. It's not about I mean, and the main reason is and it's not about it that I don't want you to go protest. This has nothing to do with the protest. This has to do with literally getting involved in a cartel drug war, okay? Every single person that they don't get across the border is $10,000 less that the cartel gets. So they got to get them across the border. So there is an unbelievable push to make sure that the X person gets into America. Now you've got Americans standing there saying, oh, no, you're not coming in here. What is the cartel willing to do to get that person across the border? I don't think you want to know. Honestly, I don't. Just stay back. Support yeah. your representatives. Force your states to get out. If you're in North Carolina, call your representatives. North Carolina is one state that's not supporting. If you're in a state that's not supporting, call your representatives and tell them how mad you are. Leave multiple messages. That will get more done for a state to support what's going on in Texas than your friends and family going down there in tractor trailers. Yeah. And again, you know, we, we've got to, you know, just look at everything and watch everything you know we got to do things you know it's just i'm just nervous guys that's all and we're going to be leaving brighttown.tv here in a couple of minutes uh, we love you very much we love all of our patriots that are and even we pray for our people that don't like us but not everybody's going to like us and you know that's okay because it's not about me it's not about shady it's about the information that we present that's why we're being attacked but they attack the messenger shady but brighttown.tv thank you for allowing us on your 
platform. Go to thebrighteonstore.com and use code MGSHOW for a great discount for anything on that uh, website. It's an amazing site. Go check it out, brighteonstore.tv. And uh, we love you very much, Brighteon. Thank you very much. We'll be headed over to rumble.com slash MGSHOW for the remainder of the five minutes. And in another full hour, we're going to talk about the timeline of January 6th uh, in the second hour. Shady Groove. Yes, sir. Thank you very much to Brighton and for sticking, for sticking, for sticking with us, for all the people out there that are in the chat for sticking with what we're doing here, because now, you know, we, yeah. we've been, uh, come after and come after and come after to the point where I'm not, I'm not biting anymore. I'm not going to bite on their little narratives anymore. I'm going to stand back and I'm going to watch what develops instead of get involved with it because each different time that we've tried to help, what have we ended up doing? We've ended up amplifying their garbage. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, somebody's saying you should have this guy guy on our, on our show. I'm, I'm actually quite frankly, uh, I'm actually kind of skeptical about bringing anybody on this show anymore. Shady groove. Me too. It's, it's kind of sucks, but I am right there with you and we've been burned enough, right? Burned a lot at least. Corey for truth says love shady rants on Friday. Much love everyone. Thank oh. you. Corey for truth. That's a $7 rumble rant. Remember we're not sponsored by Lusa Pfizer. We're sponsored by you. Uh, the great people that watch this show. Thank you guys very much for that. Uh, we would not be here without you. Uh, and, uh, we love you. Thank you. Uh, so shady group, we got, uh, you know, Trump, let's go back over to truth social. Uh, let's see if there's anything more on this. Just a lot of E Jean Carroll crap. I mean, what? Yeah, a because that's wrapping up, probably wrapping up right now over there. Yeah, yeah, wrapping up today. Uh, it could be almost over. Let's see. Um, just looking at the news. Uh, no, something happening. Uh, let's see. There's a uh, breaking news here. Uh, Senate bill funding Ukraine war, Biden's border security, dead on arrival in the House. Mike Johnson. If rumors about the contents of the draft uh, proposal are true, it would have been dead on arrival in the House anyway. So it's dead on arrival, Shady Grove. Just quit playing Good. games. Why are people playing games all the time? That, 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 because that's all they know. Because, because everybody's mm. gotten away with it for decades and decades, and especially in your politics. They're consistently getting away with it. And you know they're, they're saying one thing in public, and then they're answering to the big money in the background. I mean, we wouldn't be in this situation. You know, It's like, think about the reality of you know, 30 years ago, thinking that China owns 20 some million acres of farmland in America. Like, how would you have interpreted that? And now the media says it and everybody's like, oh, okay, that's fine. I mean, it's, it's two decades worth of desensitization in the media and in movies. that's kind of ground you down. You know, for instance, you know, the waterboarding thing, whenever the waterboarding thing started, we were all offended, but now the younger generation is like, oh, waterboarding, that's something we do for sport. You know, I mean, it, 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 it's, it's the, the significance, much like racism or Hitler or Nazism, the significance of those things get eroded whenever they're used out of context and conflated into being things that they're not. They're 24 seven telling you that Donald Trump is quoting. Oh, by the way, that, that was interesting. Ramaswamy was on Charlemagne yesterday and, and Charlemagne was all coming at Ramaswamy about Trump and his Hitler rhetoric. And so Ramaswamy slowed him down. He's like, what was the quote? And Charlemagne didn't even know the quote. And then he goes and finds the quote, and they realize that it's not a Hitler quote. It's some random statement that Donald Trump had said, and they're trying to connect it to Hitler. And it was like actually a moment for them to realize, that, hey, wait, well, he didn't quote Hitler. Like, th this is what media does to people. Psyops. Psyop.
<laughs> They're called PSYOPs, Shady Groove. Uh, that's all they do. And we got them all in our movement. Breaking news, Shady Groove. Uh, this is... Uh, this is a vote, uh, 30 to 19 vote uh, for the Georgia State Senate. Uh, they just authorized an establishment of committee to investigate Fulton County DA Faney Willis with uh, special prosecutor Nation Wade uh, following allegations that the two were involved in an illicit affair involving your funds in Georgia, taxpayer funds. How about arrest her? I mean, why they do we always need these investigations? I'm tired of it. How about arrest her? Yeah, that's what would have happened 20 years ago. But now, but now, but but now she's an African American. She can't be arrested. She didn't do anything wrong. She's a victim. People are complaining wow. about everybody that acts like this. It's not her. It's everybody else. She's just doing what everybody does. It's crazy. Just everything is is just upside down in this world. Completely upside Whew. down. Completely upside down world, guys. That's what we got. Uh, so, you know, we got, uh, we're going to look through this uh, January 6th. It's a true timeline. It's a very good, I, I know C Page has seen it. We're going to step through it today uh, on the other side of this show, Shady Groove. Uh, let's just uh, give a little pre uh, preview of what's to come. Here we go. Check it out. Is there audio? Where's the audio? Should you go audio? I don't hear it. No. Huh. There was definitely audio. Maybe it just needs to refresh yeah. or something. <laughs> That's weird. Let's give you. Maybe Rumble yeah, muted I, it. I don't know. Yeah, hmm. no, no audio. Maybe. Let me check. So maybe we can find audio. another. Uh, what? Okay. That was Whoa. the producer saying, send him the link. Okay, gotcha. It's a silent movie, says Job. It's, it's, it's a silent movie, guys. I mean, you guys need to oh, understand it wasn't that. A silent movie. I listened to it. <laughs> no, it was shady. You're, you're, you, we can you're, watch you're, a silent movie together on Friday. That would be real exciting. On Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday, what? All right, so we're going to be looking at that. Uh, uh, there's the link there, Yeti. Uh, but we'll find another, you know, view. Avenue. Avenue. Another and we'll avenue bring that for tomorrow uh, or today to uh, next hour. Oh my god, I can't even think it right now. You know, sometimes when you know things go, we do it live, guys. We do this it's live, Friday. and we appreciate you coming here. And it's Friday. Give us a little bit of a break. We were right on Arabella wow. Advisors in 1630 fund being the number one enemy. Uh, President Donald J. Trump <laughs> gave us cover on the J6 stuff, folks. Talking about Charlie Flynn and my, uh, Miley, Millie, whatever his name is. Veteran RN, I love your going to cover the Judas Goat timeline. Thanks, Jeff and Shady. My narrative seekers. Veteran RN, $25 rumble rant. We cannot do it without you. And with that, Shady, we'll be right back. Hour number two is coming up. Rumble.com slash MG show. Thank you. Stay tuned for hour number two of the Matrix Groove Show live on Red State Talk Radio. Coming right up after these words in the Matrix with 3 xscom Can you hear me? Can you hear me? 
Hello, Patriots. Shannon Townsend here with the MG Show. We are live Monday through Friday from 12 to 2 Eastern Time on rumble.com slash MG Show, brighteon.tv, x.com, and Red State Talk radio listen guys jeff and i would like to thank each and every one of you so greatly for the support that you have given us over the last five years this has been a pretty incredible journey and i think that each and every one of you that have been with us understand what i mean by that we represent citizen independent journalism in america and we depend on you for that support we'd like to thank everybody out there for all of you've done supporting my pillow also sovereign advisors and a number of the other different advertisers and sponsors we've had on this show you can also go here if you would like to support us and what we do at the mg show mg.show slash donate and here you can do a recurring donation if you would like that does donation each month in any amount that you would choose we like to really like really like that 17 dollar a month one that's really a fascinating number and then also you can do a one-time donation as well with some of the other options there we've been doing this for five years now everybody and i think we're going to be doing it for a little bit longer we are in it to save america and we're not going to be able to do it without your support so please if you would like to contribute and help the show we would greatly appreciate it and i will see you on the air monday through friday live 12 to 2 eastern standard time hello i'm mike lindell and i'm here to tell you about my new product from my pillow Towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. What a concept. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know you can get our six-piece My Towels, regular $69.98, now only $29.98. Or you can save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels, made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Also, we have bath sheets, bath towels, washcloths, hand towels, and so much more. And the best part, with your promo code, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all my towels. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. Government-induced inflation, taxes, rising interest rates, and political instability, they all have a crushing effect on our investments, often causing the stock market to go down. They can also cause gold and silver to go up. There's a time to be in stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, and there's a time to get out. This is the time to hold gold and silver. Kirk Elliott, double PhD, has been protecting individual Americans' assets for more than two decades. Hi, I'm Kirk Elliott. There's no such thing as a bad investment. There's only bad timing for investments. And now is the time to own gold and silver. Now is the time to own physical metals in an IRA, a 401k, and of course, outside of a retirement plan. Don't let the government destroy your hard-earned assets. Please call 720-605-3900. 720-605-3900 for gold, silver, and undeniable economic protection against out-of-control government. Support the guys and mention MG show when you call. Many conventional health products claim to be good for you. 
but they may be contaminated with heavy metals, artificial chemicals, and toxins that could harm your health. Here at BrighteonStore.com, we believe your health and safety are our top priority. That's why we always go above and beyond to bring you the cleanest and highest quality nutritional supplements, superfoods, storable foods, preparedness items, and more. Support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at BrighteonStore.com today. Use promo code MGSHOW at checkout for additional savings. Many conventional health products claim to be good for you, but they may be contaminated with heavy metals, artificial chemicals, and toxins that can harm your health. Here at BrighteonStore.com, we believe your health and safety are our top priority. That's why we always go above and beyond to bring you the cleanest and highest quality nutritional supplements, superfoods, storable foods, preparedness items, and more. Support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at BrighteonStore.com today. Use promo code MGSHOW at checkout for additional savings. Articles, books, documentaries, and congressional inquiries. Many details about the timeline of events that day remain unknown to the public. Understanding what actually happened on January 6th without bias and with as much context as possible is extremely difficult. News organizations and mass media have controlled the story of that day. Big tech and social media companies have censored, shadow banned, and deplatformed eyewitness accounts, which further skews and misrepresents the truth from that day. Many of us still do not know the names of those who were killed at the Capitol and the causes of their deaths. This video seeks to create a thorough and truthful timeline of the events of January 6th while shedding light on unheard stories, unseen footage, and new details. When facts are cherry-picked for the sake of political narratives, we the people suffer. Truth, not agenda, is the motivation for this timeline. to January 6, 2021, there had been hundreds of peaceful rallies following the November 2020 election. Polls showed that many Americans were concerned with election irregularities in key states that ended up deciding the presidential election for Joe Biden. None of these rallies ever turned violent. The morning of January 6 started no different than any of those other rallies. American citizens showing up together to express their First Amendment-protected right to petition their government with a meaningful concern. The mood of the crowd appeared to be joyful and hopeful. It would be the last chance to see the president give a large speech to the nation. To properly understand the events that would soon unfold, it's important to acknowledge that there were many areas of interest that day where crowds were congregating. 
those attending President Trump's speech assembled at the Ellipse, a 52-acre park located directly south of the White House and approximately one mile from the Capitol. Space was limited there, and the crowd was so big that a sea of people extended all the way to the Washington Monument. Elsewhere in Washington, D.C., crowds would assemble in the morning at both the west and the east side of the Capitol. Still others would loiter in the vicinity to await the next event that would take place that day, of which there were multiple permit holders in the area. At 11.41 a.m., Ryan Samsel, a man who will later be pivotal in the first breach of the Capitol, crosses the street past multiple uniformed officers. Seconds later, the acting U.S. Attorney for the District of Columbia, Michael Sherwin, wearing plain clothes, is seen crossing the same intersection. Sherwin would go on to lead the investigations of Samsel and hundreds of others. Four minutes later, the same officer whose body cam recorded that interaction is moving through the crowd, responding to a call of a person with a gun. The crowd is compliant as the officers move through the space. They reach their intended target and after a few minutes of questioning, let the man go. He had no firearm and was only carrying a knife. Someone saw the handle and thought it was a handgun. Oh, yeah. This is my car, okay? There's no There's any way. questions or issues? All right, be safe. Thank you. You too. You guys be safe. President Trump took the microphone at 12.01 p.m. Media will not show the magnitude of this crowd. Even I, when I turned on today, I looked and I saw thousands of people here, but you don't see hundreds of thousands of people behind you because they don't want to show that. The president gave a speech that morning that was very similar in tone and in style to the many campaign speeches and post-election speeches he had given to audiences around the country. I'm listening to the speech in my ear, thanks to Scott. At the exact time that Trump begins his speech, a live streamer is at Peace Circle, at the precise location that the first Capitol barricade breach will occur 53 minutes later. You can see the metal bike rack fencing, separating the street from the sidewalks in front of the Capitol building. These area closed signs were posted in compliance with a restriction that went into effect September 7, 2020, due to the construction of the inauguration stage. At 12.04 p.m., a group of demonstrators, including members of the Proud Boys, are seen walking west on Constitution Avenue toward First Street while being flanked by police officers from the D.C. Metropolitan Police Department. Fifteen minutes into his remarks, President Trump mentions for the first time that after his speech, the crowd will be walking to the Capitol. For context, let's hear the president's full remarks during this portion of his speech. Now it is up to Congress to confront this egregious assault on our democracy. And after this, we're going to walk down and I'll be there with you. We're going to walk down. We're going to walk down anyone you want. But I think right here, we're going to walk down to the Capitol. And we're going to cheer on our brave senators and congressmen and women and we're probably not going to be cheering so much for some of them because you'll never take back our country with weakness you have to show strength and you have to be strong 
We have come to demand that Congress do the right thing and only count the electors who have been lawfully slated, lawfully slated. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Six minutes following these remarks, the group of Proud Boys and demonstrators seen previously being flanked by the DCMPD have stopped for lunch at a row of food trucks in front of the U.S. Department of Labor on Constitution Avenue. Eddie Block, seen here in a scooter, tells a live streamer the immediate plans of the group. Where, uh, where are we headed? Uh, we're heading back what? to the route. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was there was there nothing going on at the uh, Capitol? Not really. Not really. So we're just kind of marching around, letting yeah. people know we're here. Okay, good time. Yeah. All right. Six minutes after this interaction, at 12:30 p.m., the U.S. Capitol Police report a very large group heading to the Capitol from eastbound on Pennsylvania Avenue at approximately 7th Street. Cruiser 50. It does look like we're going to have an ad hoc march stepping off here. There's a crowd surge heading east. At this same time, police body cam records police intervening between Trump supporters and a counter-protester. The police encourage the crowd to keep marching toward the Capitol. Come on, guys, let's keep the march going. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. President Trump won't be finished speaking at the ellipse for another 40 minutes. During this time, a man named Ray Epps was filmed on the streets, directing the crowd to the Capitol building. As soon as President Trump is finished speaking, we are going to the Capitol. It's that direction. That's where our true problems lie. When President Trump is done speaking. We are going to the Capitol. That's where our problems are. We are going to the Capitol where our problems are. It's that direction. He was filmed the night prior, urging the crowd to go inside the Capitol. I'm going to put it out there. I'm probably going to go to jail for it, okay? Tomorrow. We need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. No! Peacefully. The crowd surrounding him instantly calls him out as a Fed. At 12.35 p.m., Mike Pence's motorcade is seen heading to the Capitol, turning left on Constitution Avenue from Louisiana Avenue. A minute later, at 12.36, Vice President Mike Pence arrives at the U.S. Capitol. The Vice President's motorcade has just arrived at the Capitol in advance of the joint session. The certification is to begin in 24 minutes at 1 p.m. Eastern. As Mike Pence arrives, a crowd is already assembled at the barricades in front of the East Plaza of the Capitol. At this exact moment, President Trump is mentioning Mike Pence's upcoming certification at his speech on the Ellipse, over a mile away. But now they see all this stuff. It's all come to light. It doesn't happen that fast. And they want to recertify their votes. They want to recertify. But the only way that can happen is if Mike Pence agrees to send it back. Mike Pence has to agree to send it back. A minute later, at 12.45 p.m., a D.C. police camera captures what looks like a wall of people suddenly arriving about a block west of the Capitol. Video footage captured moments later 
shows demonstrators gathering at Peace Circle, where Pennsylvania Avenue terminates as a street and turns into Pennsylvania Walkway, a path that leads directly to the west side of the Capitol. There are two sets of metal barricades here, behind which only five Capitol Police officers can be seen guarding this entrance, while every member of Congress convenes in the building behind them. Just south of this path, a man in a black ski mask removes a barrier and waves the crowd onto the west lawn of the Capitol, while members in the crowd shout at him. With this view, you can see the moment that the first set of bike racks come down and the crowd begins to quickly advance on the second set of gates. Ryan Samsel, who we saw earlier in a white hoodie and red baseball cap, approaches the police line. This would become the first major breach of the Capitol grounds and skirmish with Capitol Police. We will show this crucial interaction in its entirety and use multiple angles to see what happens at this all-important flashpoint. There's Brian Gamble right here. There he is. Okay. Did you see him? There's Tim I-70. Kill the deep state on Brian Gamble's hat. Ray Epps is literally just down the way. Okay, here we go. Ray Epps, who we just saw calling for demonstrators to enter the Capitol, can be seen. There's Ray Epps right there. He's going to whisper to this, I think it's a Proud Boy or an Oath Keeper. I can't remember. Here we go. Ray Epps, who we just saw calling for demonstrators to enter the Capitol, can be seen approaching the front of the barricades and speaking to Ryan Samsel. Moments later, the barricade is pushed directly into the police line. There's your boy I-70 pushing on it right there. See him? Guys, let's just back it up two seconds here. Oops, 27, 23, here we go. Ryan Samsel. Moments later, the barricade is pushed directly into the police line. After the gate is forcefully pushed forward, U.S. Capitol Police Officer Caroline Edwards is knocked to the ground. Ryan Samson immediately runs to her aid to help her get back on her feet. The first violent skirmish of the day between demonstrators and police had begun. President Trump remains speaking on the ellipse. In Clark County, Nevada, the accuracy settings on signature verification machines were purposely lowered before they were used to count over 130,000 ballots. If you signed your name as Santa Claus, it would go through. Just to the south, at the First Street Southwest and Maryland Avenue Circle, 
demonstrators knock down a second gate. Crowds are now advancing on the west front of the capital from two locations. With multiple lightly manned police barricades down, the enlivened crowd makes their way quickly to the next barrier, the metal gates in front of the west plaza of the capital. Samsel can be seen tapping the shoulder of Officer Edwards and saying something to her. Looking over the west side of the capital from a security camera on the exterior dome, we can see how quickly the crowd is able to fill the area in front of the West Plaza. From this point forward, those in the crowd entering onto Capitol grounds may have seen no indications or warnings that they were in an area that was previously guarded by police and secured by barriers. At 12.58 p.m., the lightweight fencing on the West Lawn is pulled down completely by a single person. It is on this fence that signs with the words, Area Closed, are affixed. Thousands of people who will walk up to the Capitol after 1 p.m. will never see these signs. Zooming in closer to the northwest corner of the plaza, we once again see Ray Epps at the head of the crowd in front of the next set of police barricades. So far, we've seen him the previous day calling for the crowd to enter the Capitol. We saw him that morning, directing people to the Capitol. We saw him at the first gate breach, and now here he is at the second major gate breach, and it won't be the last we see of him. Directly in front of him is where the crowd breaches the metal gates and enters onto the west plaza of the Capitol. At 12.59 p.m., a man on the northwest sidewalk collapses. Uh, can you please have someone respond to my location? The bottom of the west front is an individual that's down here, unconscious and not breathing. The man's name is Benjamin Phillips. He is a computer programmer from Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania, who traveled to D.C. to support President Trump. A crowd of people, including police officers, form around him to assist with life-saving measures. While Benjamin Phillips fights for his life outside, Inside the Capitol, Vice President Mike Pence is entering the House chamber to convene the joint session to certify the electoral votes. President Donald Trump is still speaking to a large crowd at the Ellipse, unaware of the crowd that is already amassed at the Capitol. Clear evidence that tens of thousands of votes were switched from President Trump to former Vice President Biden. Madam Speaker, members of Congress, pursuant to the Constitution and the laws of the United States, the Senate and House of Representatives are meeting in joint session. Verify the certificates and count the votes of the electors of the several states for President and Vice President of the United States. Back outside on the West Plaza, United States Capitol Police Deputy Chief Waldo orders the less lethal team to get into position. Unit 6, I need less lethal team. They can come up from the upper west stairs and take an elevated position. They're not compliant climbing staff Let me know when the less lethal teams are in place. One minute later, the less lethal team moves into place. At 1.06 p.m., Deputy Chief Waldo orders the less lethal team to launch. Unit 6, I got a crowd fighting with officers, pushing, throwing projectiles. I have given warnings about chemical munitions. I need the less lethal team positioned above me to identify the agitators and start deploying. Launch! 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 
U.S. Capitol Police Inspector Lloyd is seen signaling officers above on the terrace to open fire on the crowd. Joshua Matthew Black, a 46-year-old man from Alabama, is shot with a round that tears open and lodges in his cheek. Safety procedures for using these rounds state not to fire at someone at eye level. I was at the front line trying to keep peace between the patriots and the people that were hired by the government. And uh, I, I caught a shot to the face, and then uh, that's about it. Deputy Chief Waldo orders a second deployment of munitions. I need more lethal teams over here. Yeah, the indirect firing is not working. They are still uh, not compliant. We've continued to give, uh, I've continued to give multiple warnings about uh, chemical munitions being released. They are not dispersing. Although Chief Waldo has broadcast over the radio twice that he has given warnings, no video that day captures these warnings. DC law on crowd dispersal procedures states that before any munitions are used against a crowd, Officers must issue at least three clearly audible and understandable orders to disperse using an amplification system, as well as to provide participants reasonable and adequate time to disperse and a clear safe route for dispersal. Just feet away, Benjamin Phillips fights for his life. He has been down on the ground and not breathing for 13 minutes. 1.30, where's the ambulance for this guy on the lower west? President Trump is finishing his speech at the Ellipse at 1.12 p.m. In a rarely seen split-screen view, let's simultaneously see different events happening around the Capitol in real time. So let's walk down Pennsylvania Avenue. I want to thank you all. God bless you and God bless America. Thank you all for being here. This is incredible. Thank you very much. Ballot from Arizona. Is the objection in writing and signed by a senator? Yes, it is. As Representative Paul Gosar and Senator Ted Cruz make a challenge on the floor of the House, MPD officer Daniel Thau arrives at the southwest section of the plaza. His body cam shows him and nearby officers spraying demonstrators with an inflammatory agent. From a different officer's body cam, the familiar face of Ray Epps can be seen in the area that the police are trying to control. Back in the real-time multi-view, we can see Trump waving to the crowd after his one-hour and 11-minute speech, the last speech he will give in front of a crowd as President of the United States. Gosar and Cruz are having their objections to the electoral vote of Arizona read on the House floor. Ray Epps is at the front of the police line speaking to officers. At 1.13 p.m., Officer Thao is frantically calling for more munitions. At 1.15 p.m., Officer Thao crosses the line and engages with demonstrators. As the scuffle ensues, he discharges two rounds from his taser, also known as an ECD. 
He then witnesses what he calls an APO or an assault on a police officer. With 30 officers between him and the crowd, it's unclear what assault he thought he saw in that moment. A few hundred feet away, back on the northwest sidewalk, Benjamin Phillips has been loaded onto a makeshift stretcher and is being carried north to a waiting ambulance. They're bringing the patient up to the ambulance right now. They are refusing to come down. Tragically, Phillips would be pronounced dead at the hospital later that day. Benjamin Phillips leaves behind two teenage children. Back inside the Capitol building at 1.17 p.m., Vice President Mike Pence and Senators return to the Senate chamber to debate the electoral vote challenge put forth by Representative Paul Gosar. After expending all his munitions, Officer Tao yells at the officers on the west terrace of the Capitol above them to start shooting what they have into the crowd. Damn it, we need them. Let's go! Shoot! Go! Shoot! Shoot! The less lethal team fires into the crowd for a third time. Three minutes later, at 1.21 p.m., the first explosive munition of the day is discharged. The demonstrators at the West Plaza of the Capitol will be hit by an unrelenting barrage of grenades, incendiaries, rubber bullets, and gas for the next hour. At 1.28 p.m., a man has collapsed on the West Plaza and is attended to by people in the crowd. They can't get anybody in here and the cops are throwing flashbangs into the crowd. He is unresponsive for several minutes. Fearing the risk of trampling, they carry him to a different location where they continue to try to resuscitate him. He's, been, he's having a heart attack. He's been on the ground for six minutes. They carried him. They've been doing CPR. I think that man probably died. I hope they saved his life. Kevin Greeson leaves behind a wife and five children. Around 1.30 p.m., on the southwest side of the plaza, officers push the crowd back and are able to establish a police line again. The police will hold this line for about an hour. 
Just inside the Capitol, Representative Zoe Lofgren, Democrat from California, is responding to the challenge of the electoral count. The votes are simply to be counted as certified and transmitted by the states. At 1.32 p.m., an officer laments that chucking grenades into the crowd is just going to make things worse. Moments later, the same officer seems to have changed his mind and is actively searching for munitions to discharge in the crowd. I'm coming out with smoke. That's a burner, by the way. A burner or hot burning smoke grenade can get extremely hot and become a fire risk. They come back with it? Hey, do they throw it back? The smoke grenade is tossed back behind the police line by someone in the crowd. Eric, do we have any scat rounds? Officer Thao goes back for more rounds. This time it's a CS gas canister. I need triple chasers. A triple chaser consists of three separate canisters pressed together with separating charges between each. When deployed, the canisters separate and land approximately 20 feet apart, allowing increased area coverage. After not receiving approval to use the triple chaser, Officer Thao appears to be reprimanded by another officer for his use of smoke moments earlier. I got a triple chaser on I know, but this is triple chaser. I know, but this is blitzing. I mean, we got Another captain tells Officer Thao to hold on discharging CS gas into the crowd. At around this same time, Ray Epps is once again caught from multiple cameras being at the front line of the demonstrators near police barricades. No other person has been seen at this many flashpoints, this many times. He walks freely up and down the police barricades multiple times, communicating with other demonstrators in a similar fashion to when we saw him whisper in Ryan Samsel's ear earlier, before the first breach. At 1.38 p.m., Donald Trump sends his first tweet after walking off the stage 24 minutes earlier. It reads, Please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are truly on the side of our country. Stay peaceful. Around 1.40 p.m., Ray Epps is one of the members of the crowd who helps lift up a large Trump sign and push it into the line of police officers on the West Plaza of the Capitol. At 1.41 p.m., body cam footage from Officer Anthony Aliotto records a discussion about the dangers of using CS gas in their situation. The officer petitions not to have Robert Glover, the on-scene commander, authorize use of CS gas in the area. Well, what I'm saying is do not let Glover authorize CS. Eight minutes later, at 1.49 p.m., a riot is officially declared at the U.S. Capitol. We're going to try and get compliance, but this is now effectively a riot. 49 hours declaring it a riot. The fears of Officer Aliotto are soon realized when at 1.50 p.m. officers use CS gas on the northwest side of the plaza and effectively gas themselves with aid from the wind. You can see multiple officers struggling from the effects of the CS gas. Tina, be careful. It's a blowing right back. I know. So I know. It's in my eye. You okay? Over on the east side of the Capitol, 
the gates have successfully held the crowd back for over an hour from when the west side was first breached. At 1.59 p.m., that all changes. The demonstrators overpower the police and begin to make their way toward the east steps. Police are squabbling with protesters. Oh, there we go. And they just reached the Capitol again. Back on the northwest side of the Capitol, a man named Derek Vargo is ascending to the west terrace on the outside railing of the stairway. He is sprayed in the eyes with an inflammatory agent. Vargo reacts by heading back down the way he came when he is shoved off the wall by Officer Bryant Williams, leading to a 25-foot drop. Some will call this an attempted murder. Vargo is carried away on a makeshift stretcher by officers and bystanders. Vargo suffered a fractured ankle and extensive midfoot injuries that would require surgeries to repair. He lives with constant foot pain, pain in the middle of his spine, and suffers from post-traumatic stress disorder that causes him flashbacks and nightmares of being pushed off the railing. At 2.03 p.m., the first dispersal order is heard coming from a mobile LRAD, or long-range acoustic device. DC law requires police to give three separate warning with the LRAD system and an opportunity to disperse before using violence or munitions to clear a protest crowd. At 2.06 p.m., police retreat up the east steps of the Capitol. Demonstrators soon follow and ascend the steps. We hear the LRAD again at 2.07 p.m. Failure to comply with this order may subject you to arrest. It's unlikely that demonstrators heard either of these warnings given the situation on the plaza, which calls into question the earlier stated DC law that requires these announcements to be clearly audible and to provide participants reasonable and adequate time to disperse. Back on the east side of the Capitol, at 2.09 p.m., Hunter M. Key is seen kicking in and punching multiple windows. He is quickly tackled and detained by police. At 2.10 p.m., demonstrators reach the West Terrace and push through police barricades. They will quickly move to what will become the first points of entry to the interior of the Capitol. A man throws a 2x4 through a glass pane, the first such broken window on the west side of the Capitol. Shortly thereafter, Dominic Pizzola pushes the window in using a police riot shield. Protesters will soon enter the building through these breach points. At 2.12, Ray Epps sends a text message to his nephew, telling him that he orchestrated the protest at the Capitol and that he helped get people there. The video evidence we have seen thus far would back up his claim. At 2.13 p.m., President Trump tweets, I am asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. No violence. Remember, we are the party of law and order. 
respect the law and our great men and women in blue. Thank you. Hey, Frank, you got anything else? Back on the West Plaza of the Capitol, Officer Thao receives a Stinger 40 millimeter, 60 caliber rubber balls round and rushes to fire it into the crowd. This crowd management round contains approximately 18 rubber balls. Hey, I need a round. UFCS. 30 seconds later, he's given a baton round, a round that contains three 40 millimeter rubber projectiles. He again heads over to the police line to fire it into the crowd. At 2.18 p.m., after a few minutes of confusion inside the room, the House calls a recess during its debate over an objection to the electoral votes from Arizona. Without objection, the chair declares the House in recess pursuant to Clause 12B of Rule 1. At 2.16 p.m., the parliamentarian doors are opened from the inside, providing another access point for demonstrators to enter the building. Down on the West Plaza, Officer Thao refers to police activity as, quote, shooting zombies. Hey, 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 we're just shooting zombies, man. Hey, hey we're shooting zombies. That's it. They took me inside. They're inside. Okay, well, we need to get those out of here. All right, we're completely surrounded. At 2.18 p.m. after a few minutes of confusion inside the room, the House calls a recess during its debate over an objection to the electoral votes from Arizona. Without objection, the chair declares the House in recess pursuant to Clause 12B of Rule 1. At 2.18 p.m., police body cam picks up a tense conversation among officers, where one officer admits that they're hitting innocent people. Oh, and not only that, we're taking out one and ten of them are getting angry. It's, 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 we're multiplying them by hitting them. At 2.24 p.m., John Earl Sullivan is recording as he is one of the first of the demonstrators to enter the Capitol Rotunda. 2021, y'all. This is insanity. Holy sh what is this? What is life? At the same time, a few blocks away, MPD officers are discussing new plans to enter the Capitol to support U.S. Capitol Police. They're going to burn that building down. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, we'll figure it out. All right. They better reach out to the military right now. That's what they better do. Get the National Guard suited up. Get well, them down here. You know where uh, we're suiting up? We're going in. We are? Yes. Where? Down. Right Did now. you hear that? Still at 2.24 p.m., Mike Pence is moved from the Senate chamber to his office across the hall. The Senate remains in session as Senator for Kentucky Mitch McConnell speaks on the floor. Also, at 2.24 p.m., President Trump tweets, Mike Pence didn't have the courage to do what should have been done to protect our country and our Constitution, giving states a chance to certify a corrected set of facts, not the fraudulent or inaccurate ones which they were asked to previously certify. USA demands the truth. This would be a significant tweet to the January 6th committee, for they claim that it was the motivation for a surge into the Capitol complex. Our investigation found that immediately after the president's 2.24 p.m. tweet, the crowds both outside the Capitol and inside the Capitol surged. What the January 6th committee failed to mention was that it was officers misusing munitions and CS gas at that same time that led to a surge. 
Hey, Rich. Put it up in the DC MPD officer Cowery, at the urging of Officer Thau, misfires a CS gas canister that eventually forces police to fall back and lose their position. As officers on the West Plaza, unequipped with gas masks, struggle breathing, the plume of CS gas can be seen from the overhead camera on the lower right corner of your screen. It blows over the entire area of the West Plaza that the police had secured for nearly an hour. Within three minutes of the officer's CS gas misfire, the police line on the West Plaza entirely collapses. Back on the east side at 2.24 p.m., demonstrators are able to force open doors from the inside. These are the Columbus doors, which lead a short way to the rotunda of the Capitol. Back outside on the West Plaza, an elderly woman is violently pushed by police down a set of concrete stairs three times, which incites the crowd around her. Did you hear that? We're trying to make it to um, the Hannibal Gardens. We're going in. All right. Um, we down in long guns. What do we? Yes. Straight up. Any any munitions you have, CDU. At 2:28 p.m., in an interesting exchange, a press photographer on scene at the east entrance of the Capitol taps a demonstrator on his hip and shoulder to move him out of the way so he can presumably get a better shot of the action. Back out on the south side of the West Plaza, a demonstrator is taken down by six police officers. He receives multiple punches while in a face-down, prone position. At 2.30 p.m., a security camera at the crypt lobby shows demonstrators gaining access to the Capitol via overhead lift doors. At this same time, the House is called into final recess. Without objection, the House is going to go back into recess. At 2.31 p.m., Washington, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser orders a curfew from 6 p.m. that evening to 6 a.m. the following morning. At 2.33 p.m., a frustrated police officer can be heard venting about being, in his words, set up. They set us up. That's what they did. They set us up. They set up 64. Oh, absolutely. And then they asked y'all to come two hours later. They set us up. They needed everybody right away. No, nah, right away. They set us up. So, no, nah, we ain't got... We ain't got a mother... They set us I'm a miss. Real as we can be. We are going to get overrun on the steps of the Capitol right now. We're getting hammered, okay? If you guys go down there, the pain compliance is working very minimally. There's 10,000 to one. We're going to lose the steps, and we're getting people hurt like a Demonstrators are seen entering from the west side of the Capitol while police officers watch them walk through the doors. 
Just feet away at 2.35 p.m., minutes after losing the West Plaza, Officer Alioto throws a gas canister from the West Terrace into the crowd that has amassed on the West Plaza. This, along with other gas canisters sent into the crowds, gets thrown back at the officers. Most of these officers still do not have gas masks. At the same time on the West Terrace, officers are repeating the same mistakes they made one level lower on the West Plaza. An errant CS gas round is again fired into their held position on the West Terrace. The spreading gas will eventually effectuate a retreat back into the capital through a narrow tunnel. This mistake would prove to be incredibly significant for the events that are yet to come. The retreat into the capital through the West Terrace Tunnel would create the conditions for the next standoff between demonstrators and police that would take place over the following hours. Instead of showing force outside of the tunnel, the police make the questionable decision of barricading themselves behind locked double doors, giving up the tactical position, and retreating to a defensive posture. At 2.39 p.m., Metropolitan Police Department reinforcements arrive at the Capitol, entering through the east carriage door. At the same time, police officers discuss being unprepared for what they encountered. I didn't know we were coming up for this. I wanted to make sure we all had our masks. I didn't realize how bad. I, they set us up to fail. They did. There was no way we were winning that. And you, now you got at least four platoons that are just gassed out. Yeah, literally. Because us, 54 doesn't have masks. Yeah. Well, remember, we're supposed to be rapid response just to buy time. For they the more platoons to come. They didn't come. They didn't ask for them. Who cares about the street? Like, prioritize. Get, yes, yeah, secure the capital. At 2.42 p.m., journalist Taylor Hansen is walking behind Ashley Babbitt, an Air Force veteran from California, as she turns a corner and approaches the speaker's lobby, guarded by three police officers. MPD officer Luke Foskett approaches a window and looks out upon the crowd on the western side of the Capitol building. You're live, right? Moments later, members of the house seek shelter in the gallery while officers barricade entry into the chamber. It is at this moment that the only firearm to be discharged inside the Capitol that day can be loudly heard. The story of that gunshot is quite possibly the most tragic story of that day. The shot heard was a single round, fired by Lieutenant Michael Byrd. It strikes Ashley Babbitt in the neck, and she falls back into the upper landing of the stairwell. Shots fired. Shots fired. Shots fired. Shots fired. Shots fired. 
just killed the girl. They just he's trying to go right in the She's done. She's dead. She's dead. She's dead. One shot in the Capitol. Report of a shooting in the Capitol. Trying to ascertain information now. At 2.46 p.m., approximately the same time as Ashley Babbitt is shot by Capitol Police Officer Byrd, a series of smoke and signal flares are activated at various locations around the Capitol. There's some kind of a flare in the sky there. As the smoke clears, we again spot Ray Epps leaving the area and flanked by several individuals before leaving the Capitol grounds for the day. Meanwhile, demonstrators continue to enter the Capitol building. The first demonstrator enters the Senate chamber. Unit 7, we got protesters that are outside of the uh, Senate chamber. Over the course of the next 30 minutes, the Senate chamber will become a significant location of the day, along with the Capitol Rotunda, the Capitol Corridors, and the West Terrace Tunnel. Prior to this point in the day, many demonstrators were free to roam the hallways and chambers of the building, meeting little resistance from Capitol Police. The police here are willing to work with us and cooperate peacefully, like our First Amendment allows. Gather more Americans under the condition that they will come and gather peacefully to discuss what needs to be done to save our country. Capitol Police Officer Robichaud asks a small group of demonstrators to remain peaceful. Show us. No attacking, no assault, remain calm. We're not going to assault, we're going to be heard. Everybody, this must be peaceful. This has to be peaceful. We have the right to peacefully assemble. Robichaud then proceeds to escort at least one demonstrator, Jacob Chansley, throughout various locations in the Capitol. At 2.46 p.m., additional demonstrators continue to enter the Senate chamber. Security footage shows no Capitol Police presence in the Senate chamber at this time. At this point in the day, many of the demonstrators on the outside have no idea the Capitol has even been breached. Let's go back to the multi-view to see what's going on around the Capitol grounds. On the southeast side, a group of MPD officers arrive to assist Capitol Police with clearing out the inside of the Capitol. One point two round. We're sending MPD through the south door of the Capitol. There's about 25 units in hard gear. Back on the West Plaza, an enormous American flag has been draped over the scaffolding. On the east side of the Capitol, demonstrators have overtaken the stairs and continue to gather on the lawn. 
Back in the rotunda at 2.48 p.m., we see demonstrators peacefully roaming around and taking photographs. The only law enforcement officers visible are standing in the doorway. As demonstrators continue to roam the hallways, one officer has a concerning realization. They make it up here, they can go right to the second floor. They just don't realize it. Back at the West Terrace Tunnel, a demonstrator activates a fire extinguisher into the tunnel towards dozens of law enforcement officers. Motor 13, we need to addition and 50 officers on the rotunda step at the top of the step. We need munitions to clear these steps. We gotta get numbers. Yeah. I'm seeing stars right now. Inside the Senate chamber, demonstrators are rummaging through desks looking for intel. Objection to the Arizona. Objection. He was going to sell us out all along. Look. Objection to counting electrical votes of the state of Arizona. Wait, no, that's all. Oh, no, that's actually okay. All right, all right. He's with us. He's with us. The standoff back at the West Terrace Tunnel continues, with more demonstrators arriving on the outside and more officers arriving on the inside. At 2.55 p.m., law enforcement begins to move demonstrators out of the Capitol from various locations. We are Americans. I pray for every one of you. For your safety. You need to give up communism is what you need to do. You need to give up communism to protect these people. We're patriots. How much it cost for you to betray your 
But they continue to struggle to control the Rotunda and West Plaza Tunnel. Richard Barnett, the demonstrator who posed for this photo in House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's office, attempts to persuade an officer to let him back in to retrieve his flag. Corey King, Frank, sir, informational. I have a group of about 20 to 30 officers that are cordoned off on the south side of the Rotunda stairs. We're just going to hold the line over here so we get some kind of control of this crowd. There's no enforcement we can take at this time. Hey! Hey, man. Glad to see you guys. You guys are f***ing patriots. Look at this guy. He's got covered in blood. God bless you. You good, sir? Do you need medical attention? I'm good. Thank you. All right. Jacob Chansley takes a seat at the Senate dais. He decides to leave a note for Vice President Pence. Now that you've done that, can I get you guys to walk out of this room, please? Yeah. Yes, sir. There's four million people coming in, so it's a lot of control. We love the guys. We love the cops. It's only a matter of time. Justice is coming. Sir, I have 75 people inside the Senate chambers, just for information. They are going through desks and on top of podium. Back at the rotunda, dozens of MPD officers prepare to clear out all of the demonstrators. Hold the door! They told us to push that way! No, 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 no! Hold the door! Clear out the Capitol! DC, we're holding up! All right, 401, just response to you, it's outside the rotunda door. We've got CDU hard squad sending all these individuals out of the rotunda. Not as glorious, it smells like an old church. Thank you guys. 
Back at the scuffle at the West Terrace Tunnel, the situation is rapidly deteriorating. Leading up to the tunnel are a series of steps that demonstrators are having trouble navigating. It is a very tense and dangerous situation in this area. For over an hour, the police have been inside the building, behind the inner doors, while demonstrators have occupied the tunnel. John is advising they need additional assets. At 3.19 p.m., the police successfully expelled the demonstrators from the tunnel. During the skirmish, a U.S. Capitol Police officer is dragged into the crowd of demonstrators. He is later returned to the police line and heads back to safety inside the tunnel. The demonstrators manage to hold their ground and begin to push the police back into the tunnel. This sets the stage for the final tragic conflict. Demonstrators and police are engaged in physical altercations. Sprayed chemical agents are lingering in the narrow hallway. I know you're pain. I know you're pain. We had an election that was stolen from us. At 4.17 p.m., President Trump posts a one-minute video to his Twitter account, urging demonstrators to stay peaceful and go home. We have to have peace. We have to have law and order. We Twitter quickly attached a warning label on the video, which read, this claim of election fraud is disputed, and this tweet can't be replied to, retweeted, or liked due to a risk of violence. This limited the reach of the message. Minutes later, Twitter would remove the entire video message from its platform. I know how you feel, but go home and go home in peace. As the demonstrators are pushed back by police, they fall on top of each other. Some are pressed against the ground, unable to move. A woman named Roseanne Boyland, a Trump supporter from Georgia, finds herself pinned under the deluge of bodies. The situation collapsed inside that, that corridor from asphyxiation. She couldn't breathe. Brought her out onto the main steps outside of that. Several people started doing CPR on her. I had to get her carotid pulse for several minutes and even I cut part of her jeans away so that I could try to fill her femoral pulse and I couldn't fill a femoral pulse at all. By the time that they decided to pick the person up and give them to the police officer, uh, she had blue lips and bl blood was coming out of her nose. Didn't seem hopeful at all. I don't I don't think that person will be revived.
Officers transport Boyland inside the tunnel and begin CPR. Could you please send the ambulance that is coming for the code down at Lower West Terrace to the house door for entry? Yeah. She got stuck under there. She fell down. That's right. Yeah. Boyland is transported inside for one last revival attempt. Is that one of ours or is that a protester? Huh? Is that one of ours or is that a protester? They're destroying the media equipment over here in the Senate egg. Copy. Protesters are destroying media equipment at the Senate egg. At 5 p.m., as the citywide 6 p.m. curfew looms, police are making progress securing the Capitol, and a steady stream of demonstrators leave the Capitol grounds. At 5.10 p.m., Police use tear gas to drive the remaining demonstrators from the Capitol's upper levels. Over the PA system, an announcement is made that all individuals are required to leave Capitol Hill or be subject to arrest. At 5.40 p.m., National Guard troops begin to arrive at the Capitol to secure the premises. One minute after the curfew goes into effect, Donald Trump sends out a final message to his supporters that day. At 8 p.m., the Capitol is declared secure. Today was a dark day in the history of the United States Capitol. Shortly after, at 8.06 p.m., the Senate resumes debate over the certification of Arizona's vote in the Senate chamber. The House would reconvene about an hour later. The election results will be certified. And 14 days later, Joe Biden will walk down the same tunnel and stairs where the police and demonstrators fought for hours and where Roseanne Boyland took her last breath to be inaugurated as the 46th president of the United States. January 6, 2021. A day of hope and patriotism that turned into a day of chaos and tragedy. For the past three years, the shadow of January 6th looms large in our politics, in our culture, and in our national conversation. Are we any closer to understanding the events of that day? Are we still in the timeline of January 6th? Yeah. Very good production. Shady Grove, welcome back. That's a true timeline. You can get that um, on uh, open.inc. Uh, it's uh, open.inc slash collections slash J6. Uh, Shady, uh, I want to give a quick update. I'm going to let you finish up the rest of the show because I have to go take Mama Matrix to her regular doctor. Guys, she has made so much progress. Her lung capacity, she's showing off sometimes. It goes up to 99. She's doing exercises. She's working that heart, and the new valve is pumping the blood the way it should. She's not retaining fluids. Her quality of life is going to change, and I got to thank you all for the amazing prayers that you have given for my mom. 
and I love her so much. And we got to go to the doctor, but Shady Groove, I've got to run. I'm going to turn this over to you, my friend, uh, for maybe a little color. But uh, God bless you all, Shady Groove. What a great week. I'm out, uh, but you're staying. And uh, thank you, Yeti. I'll, I've, I've just got to run, guys. Love you all. Shady. Much love to you, my friend. And my goodness, what a, oh, what an amazing process that we have gone through with your mom man god bless her and god bless you and and i can see the light in your eyes i can see that you guys being okay with understanding what's going on now got a way forward bud much love to you we love you very much amen it's a, it's a, she's too young. She was too young to be feeling the way she was feeling. And thank God, uh, we stuck it through and got her the help that she needed. I mean, it's not easy, you know, m- mitigating, you know, this uh, healthcare system, but, uh, guys, I got to run. I love you. Uh, Yeti, get me off because I'm leaving. I love you all guys. <laughs> say, see, you, see you Monday. Thank you, Shady. Love you. Love you all. Yes, sir. Yep. So what you saw there, timeline, the truth, what you got a glimpse of there was what is being done, you know? And you should be aggravated on a level that is really hard to explain. And I can't really explain to you how aggravated I am at what I see there. And it's very important that you pay attention to it. And if you weren't able to actually watch some of that, if you were just listening, video was freezing, giving a lot of complications, I see. Um, The whole stream is on Twitter. Uh, We've given the link a couple times. Maybe somebody dropped that in again for me. We're staying for, for a few minutes later here. To wrap all this up on Friday, but to recognize what we've been through. Now, I know that I'm talking to a very wide audience out there, and I recognize that, but I understand that I'm also talking to an audience that has been here since I turned this thing on. You guys are still here. I wonder why that is. Because you understand something that a lot of other people don't understand. You recognize that you don't really know. And until you get proper information, you always know better. And so this idea that we can turn off the ability to learn, the ability to take in information because of said personality, because of said position, because of said narrative is an unmitigated disaster in the Patriot Truth Movement. That's the truth. It's a disaster. And what they're currently doing right now is setting up a, quote, Arabella-like structure to control the narrative, to prevent you from being able to get access to information and then to dilute and omit pertinent information that would be required to make the proper decision, consistently omitting a subject matter that is paramount to coming to the proper conclusion about what's going on. That's the game. Each of you have been through the meat grinder. And you've arrived at a point where you're now unsyopable. Share that. Train other people. There is a war on for the mind and the soul and the heart of America. And we need we the people to have it. Not the military and not the globalists. Thank you all very much, guys. It's Friday. Get out there. Love your family this weekend. God bless each and every one of you. God bless Mama Matrix. What an amazing story. And you came here to change the world to change the world.
generational warfare that's terrifying you and me manipulating someone online manufacturing emotion <laughs> i like that propaganda is persuading me they guided me with psyops psychological operations they guided me with psyops they weaponize psychology hey, hey. 201 mass shootings and it's only may this will be weaponized. <laughs> when I'm watching news of war. That is information. False flag operations. Internet trolls. Disinformation. The psychological operation. Access and affecting the brain. Unelected criminals. Propaganda. It's become a tool of war. Psyops. Well, now I gotta drink the potion. If I want normality, they lead me by emotion. Painfully evident. I must obey the TV screen. Psyops. They guided me with psyops. The skull, that's a real thing. They gaslight me with psyops. I know. Style. <clears throat> they control what's happening. Psychological operations group. Psyops. The problematic notion. Psychological operations. In reaction to the thing. Now here comes a solution. Your brain is a commodity. Psyops. So they're guiding me with psyops. She's playing within the rules. They're guiding me with psyops. That seems dishonest. And hit me with technocracy. Psyops troops have been placed in CNN's newsroom. I'm not sure who opposes that effort. I think you're describing a different channel than the one that I watch. Good heavens, misinformation. You're beautiful. I don't believe it. Here they go again. They scrubbed the web, and now I can't find anything. My attitude, my desires, more pamphlet notes. They radicalized my notions. But it's weaponized emotion. Disinformation boards. You're calling it conspiracy. Asleep in the commotion. Your silence is alarming me. www.mg.show Boom.